0: Hey everyone and welcome to the master's edition of the Doug and Degen podcast. I'm Doug.
1: And I'm the traditional degenerate. There we go. You, you know what that's from?
0: No, I do not. Jim,
1: Jim Nance. A tradition unlike any others. There the masters. Go.
0: That is true. <laughs> hey, you know what? I uh, It's good that it's at least this time of year. It kind of threw me off when we had it a couple months ago. It seemed like. It's just, it's, I'm glad it's, I'm glad it's like in its normal
1: time and it can kick off the year and. Well, yeah, you know, they had it in November last year and it messed up football Sunday.
0: Exactly. I just, I, I know it was like, it seemed like it was a few months ago. I mean, everything's kind of blending into one another, but, uh, no, I'm, I'm happy they're having it when they're supposed to. And it seems like it's, everything's good to go. Um, I mean, we're not really going to dive too deep into it. I mean, I I honestly thought it would get postponed because of the Georgia controversy. But instead of diving into that, that whole mess, I'm glad we're actually having it. I'll just say that.
1: Agreed. Because
0: I I don't know. I didn't know what was up with anything like that. I mean, in baseball, they pulled the All-Star game from, from Atlanta. So I I was kind of worried there, but we shall we should talk about our March Madness, our Final Four edition here. Like we should do a recap, and then we'll get into our picks. Um. So Houston and Baylor, the first uh, game from the the semifinals, wasn't much of a game. I mean seventy eight fifty nine Baylor what were your thoughts on that game?
1: Well, I did not get to watch it. I did watch the highlights. Baylor looked like Baylor owning Houston. Um, they just played their brand of basketball and pretty much stomped on Houston. I mean, there's not really much to tell uh betting wise, they covered the number easily uh it was just just an overall performance. And I, and I did say on the previous pod, we I did think Baylor was going to win in cover.
0: I mean, they were up twenty-five at half. So at half, you knew it was pretty much over, unless some miracle happened, and it clearly didn't. Um, although Houston did win the half by the second half by six, it wasn't much of a game. It was it was fairly boring. Baylor just controlled it and. No, they 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 looked like a, a, a true to true good team. Um, and then the next game, again UCLA. I don't know where you want to start on that one. That was one of the best college basketball games I've probably watched ever.
1: Well, betting perspective wise, I I I said on the previous pod too. Fourteen was too big of a number.
0: No, I I agreed with you there, but I also didn't think. That would be that close. UCLA from the tip was just... They were in it. And Johnny Jazang, as much as he drove me crazy for Michigan, he was amazing. I mean, 29 points, 12 of 18 from the field, 3 for 6 from 3. He basically carried the team. And... I, I gotta give him credit because they, they hung on with a very, very good uh Gonzaga team. And, the, and that ending though. <laughs> Three seconds left to tie the game up to hopefully go to a second overtime. I thought it was done. Like I thought was just, that was it. The you know, Gonzaga would miss missed the shot, whatever. Jalen Suggs, what a shot to put them through. It's I don't know. I I was just impressed.
1: I I guess what you could say from a UCLA betting perspective side is you'd kind of wish they would have gotten the, the basket with maybe about a, a second to, you know, half a second in that range where the, where the three pointer would have been longer. But I mean, you can't fault UCLA tie the game up and then Suggs comes down from half court and he's one up. Even if you're a UCLA fan, you took the, took the 14 points. At uh, a tip off, you know it's hey, it, it happens.
0: That's well. That's exactly it. And I mean, UCL from the UCLA standpoint, they had to get two points, so they had to tie it up. So I mean, I don't fault them for shooting when they did. I mean, even if you that that last play for UCLA, they took the shot, they missed, they got their own rebound, and put up the second shot to give them the three seconds. And Gonzaga didn't have a timeout, so they had to play the down, go down the court. So they took the odds, and I mean, the composure of Suggs to make that shot—I just, I couldn't believe it.
1: No, and that's why he's probably going to be a lottery pick this year.
0: Oh, I, I, I'd bet on it. I mean, personally, I think if you're doing a mock draft, which maybe we can, we can figure something out around then, or. or you know, make that a thing. Um, I think he's going to end up going third to whoever has a third pick. I don't see him passing Cunningham, and I don't see him passing Mobley, especially how they played in the tournament. But whoever ends up with him, they're, they're going to end up with a premier guard.
1: Oh yeah, no, well, and that, and that, and, that, and that's a testament to Mark Pugh's recruiting. I was telling you the other day, he's he only had two players from the state of Washington and he had Absolutely. a bunch of guys from internationally. He recruits very well internationally.
0: And and he even even this year like coming up, he he's replaced uh he's going to lose Suggs and maybe a few players, but he has them replaced with really quality talent. Now, I do have to kind of brag here. My Michigan Wolverines do have the top recruiting class coming in. But Gonzaga is not far behind. They're they do have some really good good talent coming in as well. So they should be a contender next year, regardless.
1: Texas should be at the bottom of the recruiting class.
0: Oh, my. I, I don't even know what's up with that. I mean, hey, Chris Beard is a great coach, so.
1: I I hope he can bring some of that fire. Um, I know Shaka was a great coach, but I hope he can bring more of the fire to the team.
0: Shaka was a good coach. I'm not going to say anything bad against him, and I, you know, don't blame him for wanting out of that situation, and it's not really a fault of, of, of Texas. I mean, but bringing in Chris Beard is probably the best that you could do. Uh, considering he, the last final four, he was in it with Texas tech and had a that really good team. So he, he has been there and, and he is a good coach. I mean, he coached Culliver and he, Jerry Oliver and he, he did recruit and, Bring in some good grad transfers. He he knew what he was doing. So with Texas, you're in good hands. I think. I mean, I wouldn't say that they're going to win right away, but they should really be be decent in that in that uh, Big Twelve.
1: Well, it was just good to see somebody other than Kansas win the conference championship.
0: Hey, no, that's that's true, and uh, I mean, we might as well talk about this championship game. I mean. Speaking about how good the the Big Twelve was, um, how about Baylor? Did I know you 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 hinted at it, but I did not see that coming. Well,
1: here's here, here's the thing, betting perspective wise: um, five to open uh, after the games on Saturday went down to four and a half Monday afternoon, and then it went all the way down to four. So you see the sharp betters taking Baylor.
0: I just didn't think my whole thing with Gonzaga is I questioned the the talent that they face, but I thought they addressed it. With the teams that they've played in the tournament, I thought they sort of addressed that and I thought they were past that. Because I mean Norfolk State's not not very good, but Oklahoma is a big big school and a big big uh, division. Creighton Creighton's good. Use, same thing. Right. I thought we addressed this with Gonzaga. I thought they faced the big schools and and we're up for the test. Uh, Baylor just came to play and just didn't stop. It was crazy.
1: Well, especially when you start, you, you make your five, your first five three pointers, and you start the game fourteen, fourteen one run. I mean, you basically just smack Gonzaga in the mouth. No, they
0: they they did it all day. I mean, forty four percent from three. You are ten for twenty three for the game. Like that's that's more than what you would ask. And no, they they just did their job. They knocked down the free throws. They they were seven, almost 90% from the free throw line. They out-rebounded Gonzaga by a ton. 40 or 34 to 17. All offensive rebounds were not even close. It was 14 to 1. They just they had more steals, they had more blocks, less turnovers. They literally controlled every aspect of the game.
1: Oh, I could not agree with you more.
0: But I just did not see that coming. I just I thought if Baylor was going to win, it would be within within five. If there was a blowout, I thought it would have been Gonzaga. But wow, I I was wrong. But that was one one hell of a game.
1: Well, and they kept they kept Drew Timmy in check too with with him only scoring twelve points.
0: Oh, exactly. I mean, he was very efficient. I'll give him that. I mean, five for seven from the field. That's really good, but he couldn't really do much. He couldn't play his game and and affect the game the way he should. And Ajayi, that's the one that I really feel like they also controlled really well. I mean, eight points. Kind of expected more
1: from him. You're close. It's Ayahi. Ayahi. Yeah,
0: I always say it wrong. I just, you're right. But, I mean, he averaged 12 points a game and has came up big in the tournament. Uh, scoring twenty eight or twenty two against UCLA, I figured, you know, I figured he would have a bit, have a bigger impact, and he just didn't.
1: Well, actually, I th- I think the stat that interested me the most is is like you said with with the offensive rebounds. The second chance points were, ch- chance points were sixteen to five.
0: Yeah, no, it, it wasn't even it wasn't even close. I mean, just looking at it, I thought. Personally, I thought Baylor if like I said, if they were gonna win, it would have been maybe within five, maybe at the last shot. But I wasn't even close to being right. It was it was a blowout from the tip. And still a good game. Still a good game. I mean there were times where it was within ten, but no, Baylor Baylor played great.
1: Absolutely.
0: I mean, I, I'm just excited. It's like 330. I think it's 335 days till next year, next tournament. And I just can't wait. I mean, but that being said, we have we have a lot more things coming up. I mean, baseball started. Um, we have the Masters coming up, which we're going to discuss a, in a moment. Uh, hockey playoffs, basketball playoffs—like, there's a whole lot of things coming up that that are going to be big. It's—I'm uh, just glad sports are back. That's—that's that's all I can say.
1: You just think this time a year ago we were crying.
0: Oh, this this time a year ago I was I was pissed because I should have been in Atlanta watching the the final four and you know I was sitting at home just starting to work from home and uh here we are a year later and i'm still doing the same thing you know it's uh it's different that's true at least we got some sports to watch and and some normalcy i'm not gonna say everything's back to normal because it's by no means is anything back to normal but at least with our sporting world it's it's a little bit back to normal
1: that's fair um the Masters, what what are your thoughts?
0: Ah, I'm I'm excited. I mean the the first thing that that comes up with the Masters is just how weird it is without Tiger. That's the one thing that comes to mind. Uh it's just it's just not the same and and whatnot, but it, it should be a good tournament. I feel like this year's wide open. What do you think?
1: Just looking at the betting, um, has been a big move on one golfer and, uh, I don't know if it's somebody you're going to wager on, but how about this one? Jordan Spieth was a 50 to one, uh, fi- uh, 50 to one option to bet. He's already down to 11 to one.
0: That is, that is one I'm looking at actually.
1: And that's and... a big move
0: it is. And, and here's why it's because he won last weekend. He kind of was in a rut and in a drought here and he finally was able to get that win. And I don't know. I, I really do believe when you get out of that sort of rut and start playing confidently, it could, it could transfer over. I mean, he is a good golfer. Don't get me wrong, but I think that last win really, uh, really can affect his game. And, and just sort of help them, help them, push him.
1: Well, and I will tell you, though, it, it, the, the course will not be like it was in November when John Dustin Johnson won it with 20 under. That That's not going to happen. The course is going to play traditionally harder at this time of the year. It, it, we're not going to see scores in the 20s and the 10s and the 15 unders. It's going to be low scoring. I mean, 6, 7 under might win this thing.
0: Yeah. Yep. No, that's, uh, that's, that's a good point. It's a good point to bring up. It's certainly not going to play like it did last year. You are, you are right about that. I'm, uh, no, I'm, I'm excited about this year. Um, looking at the picks, I, I mean, we, we did do our picks here and, um, no, I'm, I'm, I'm excited to see how things turn out. And, uh, just how the field's gonna play considering to November. I think it will be more like a, a regular tournament like, like we're typically used to seeing. But uh yeah, who do you have as your favorite? So I'll say right now mine is mine is Spieth. He's he is gonna be my favorite. Um just simply because of his big win last week. I think that's just the momentum he needs. And uh and yeah, he's he's who i picking as my favorite. Who do you got?
1: Justin Thomas. Only because He's been very consistent this year, uh, and he's a guy that, that I think deserves a green jacket.
0: No, that's a, that's a good point.
1: Um, is
0: there one that you think is just sort of overrated as far as the favorite odds go?
1: Well, yeah, I would say because Shambo hits hits bombs, Shambo because if he starts hitting bombs and they go in the trees, it's almost impossible to get out and play under par.
0: You're you're thinking just what I am too. That's that's you're reading my mind here because that's looking at his odds. He's one of the people that I just I always view him as sort of overrated as it is. Um, and I just don't see him playing a a, a hole like the master, or I don't see him playing a, a course like the Masters, you know, very easily. Right. Now we're gonna do like we did last year. We're gonna do the middle of the pack
1: um middle of the pack selection here oh and by so, the way so so both yep. of both speed and Thomas are eleven to one
0: hey that's uh so besides dustin Johnson they have the second best odds right
1: no we would go tohambles's ten to one
0: okay so third third best odds here so you middle of the pack here who do you have
1: See, I was going to go Westwood because at the start of the week or the week prior, uh, before he played well at the previous, which I think was the Valero last week, correct? Yep. Yep. He was a hundred to one. He's down to 40 to one. I would have liked him better. Closer 60. Um, If I had to go one, I would go maybe Tommy Fleetwood only because he's been consistent on the tour for a while. I was looking at Matthew Fitzpatrick but he's taking a lot of money. He went from 80 to 1 at the start to 46 to 1. Fleetwood hasn't been bet on. Um it's a guy who's been in contention before. He he, he knows his courts well. Uh, and to see, you know, a, a a true dog get an underdog win, uh, that would be the guy. No, that's
0: a good pick. I mean, you definitely have more ba- more basketball knowledge. You definitely have more golf knowledge than I do. I mean, I'm sort of going with what I know. Um, I'm going with Bubba, Bubba Watson. I almost said Bubba Wallace here, getting my NASCAR mixed up here. I'm going with Bubba Watson. I just... I don't know. I've, I've always watched his career. He's kind of been one of the more interesting golfers, in my opinion. And... uh I think he would just be nice. It'd be good for his career because it seems like he hasn't won in a long time, or at least won anything big. Um, I'd li- I'd like to see him. He's sort of a middle of the pack guy that I think uh,
1: I'd like to yeah. see him play a good round, a couple of good rounds here. I will tell you though, he is getting some fairly decent odds at the price. He was forty to one at the start of the week. He's now eighty to one.
0: Yeah. See, like I, I, I look at it, and I mean. He's still ranked pretty high, like in the, the golfing ranks. I mean, I think he's like 58th in the world ranking. So it's still good. Um, but I just, I look at the odds and I think he's definitely uh, a pretty good value. And it'd be, it'd be nice to see. He's like, he's like, yeah, I mean, <laughs> that's really all I got. I um, Yeah, and then what about your... Your long shot.
1: I'll go with Kucher, Matt Kuchar. Um, He's been okay. taking money this week. He was 125 to 1. He's now 90 to 1. I mean, he's always a fan favorite. Um, and to see him, you know, getting close to getting onto the senior tour, um, just to see him win a green jacket uh, at such, such long odds. Uh, it, it, he's done traditionally well. A lot of T10s, a lot of T5s in Masters. Never... Won it, but you know, hey, to see him win it in 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 a year where they're gonna have fans might help might help his game. Absolutely, absolutely.
0: Um, with mine here, I'm gonna go with the the legend. I'd like to see him. Uh, I'd like to see it. You know, I, I don't really know what what he's done in a, a while. I'd like to see even Phil Mickelson do something here. His odds are, I know they're terrible. But I like to see him still see if he still has something here to compete, and uh, I think that would be sort of a true underdog if he can uh, if he can pull this off. Considering what I'm seeing, he's like 200 to 1 odds. Yeah,
1: 150 to 200 to one. Yeah. yeah, It depends what market you get it in.
0: Yeah, I mean, I think he would be a true underdog, and I think he'd be quite a good story if. Uh, Especially if he's just doing doing half decent on Sunday, I think uh, the media would be all over it, and it'd be pretty cool to see. Well, that's fair, but I'm I'm just glad they're actually doing the tournament when uh, when they're supposed to. Yeah, I'm glad they're they're doing it, and it's actually going to happen. It's 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 good to see.
1: No, I agree. Now.
0: Do you have anything else to add for this week? Um, As far as after this, I mean, we have. I think we could do something before the basketball playoffs start. That's coming up. It's coming down to the wire, so we could probably do something then. Um, The NFL draft's coming up, so. I I, I, think we can do. I want to
1: know when your next baseball podcast is coming out. I'm looking at put one
0: putting one out tomorrow, actually. So. When this one comes out, there should be a baseball one following it, uh, I, I'm going to say by Friday.
1: Are you going to include Yachty or Molina getting into a brawl?
0: I have to, I definitely am. I have to touch on that because... Uh, okay, so with that, I feel like Castellanos maybe shouldn't have got suspended. I don't know what that two games was for. That was kind of BS, but... Uh, it's good to see that baseball rivalries are somewhat a thing and somewhat back. It's it's good to see. Kind of makes me happy. But uh, no, it's we're definitely gonna talk about that. I'm gonna talk about, a bit about the Astros, the booing, and Dusty Baker saying the booze must stop. It's getting old. You know, it's I have a few opinions, but um, definitely gonna talk about that brawl uh, and a bunch of other things in here. But, um, all right yeah well uh we'll definitely have to talk about the obviously the, the what's coming up we'll have to do something then but um yeah i don't have anything else to add do you have anything else
1: no you guys enjoy the masters a tradition unlike any other
0: you got it and if you do make <laughs> bets you know bet safe and uh and have fun
1: good luck everybody